Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. I'm Tim Wildman with Fred Jackson, and now Steve Jordahl joins us. Good morning, Good Steve. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, we were talking about, uh, Steve, before the last hour, we were talking about Biden's war on oil and gas. Yeah. And I guess coal, too, right? Mm-hmm. Any, any fossil, any, fuel any fossil fuels Biden wants to mm-hmm. get rid of so that uh, the United States of America is wholly, in, wholly dependent on well, they want to go green, okay. but uh, that that yeah, won't but that happen. doesn't work. That will never happen. Well, I can see never, but certainly but, not but, in the next fifty years. But it's the years. environmental, the environmentalist, which uh, the Democrat Party subscribed to, uh, man-made global warming. That's mm-hmm. what they subscribe to, particularly the United States of America, uh, <laughs> the cleanest nation on on Earth as far as our emissions, and yet the Democrats want to shut down our. Uh, energy economy, but uh, we had talked about uh, the idea of man-made global warming, which I don't subscribe to. I don't think either one of you guys do. Uh, if, if there is global warming going on, uh, then it's caused by nature. And and if you look the if you look over history, not that we have weather patterns from back beyond what maybe a hundred years or so. Uh, but uh, warming and cooling is cyclical. Mm-hmm. So I I think that this whole uh, war on fossil fuels is a way for Democrats, another way for Democrats to try to control uh, through regulation the American economy. Oh, yeah. And – and by extension, Americans' li- our lives. Uh, Even the most ardent supporters of, of man-made global warming will will admit that it, it would only change the if the United States alone did something, uh, got rid of every bit of carbon, supposed uh, uh, pollutant. Right. Uh, it would it would change it would change the Earth's atmosphere by a degree or two. It's just there's just no way to influence. God's atmosphere like that. Not even that. You know, I'd I'd love to, if I had a chance to ask the president, uh, Mr. President, do you see the day when Air Force One will be driven by windmills? Yeah, that's another thing. These people don't believe it. They don't don't really believe it because they don't live it out. (laughs) That's right. These liberals and liberals, they they fly all over the world on their private jets to have uh, conferences on global warming. You remember what it's like laughable. You remember John Kerry? Yeah. He was approached on that. Well, I have important business to do. I'm right. important. Hey, Mr. Kerry, you're 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 Biden's uh, czar on the environment, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Why are you flying around on on private jets which have like a hundred times more uh, carbon footprint than if you folk flew commercial? And he says, I'm I'm too important for that. That's what he said. That's mm-hmm. what that, he said. Huh, that that's how these people view themselves. You know, they're going to save the world from global warming. All the while, uh, their their live their lifestyles belie 
Yes. Their words, which makes me think hmm, maybe there's another agenda at play here. Maybe it's maybe they don't really believe it, uh, or if they do believe it, they're not gonna. They're not. They don't think it's so important as to inconvenience their own lives. That's right. right. That's huh? right. Mm-hmm. You know who else doesn't believe it? Who? Chevrolet. Chevrolet has just announced it's unveiling its most powerful V8 engine, <laughs> ga- naturally aspirated gasoline engine. It is called the ZZ632-1000, and it is rated at 1,004 horsepower. Just for American highway use? Apparently. <laughs> or is this for like a drag race? Well, it would probably work on a drag race. It's from its performance division. Um, All right, tell me how that stacks up with a V8 or something like that. Well, uh, I'll tell you this. NASCAR and its reduced... Uh, RPM package or um, horsepower packages, which it uses on some tra- longer tracks with higher speeds, is it's about double that. It's about they're about five hundred and, and change. Um, the so largest, you got, the largest have NASCAR out there are, with half a NASCAR running around. Double the NASCAR. Wow. Okay then. Double NASCAR. Oh, double. Double. Yeah. NASCAR is 500. The larger NASCAR engine is 700. When is this car coming out? It's an engine, and uh, it's engine. they've they've. Um, when, they've is it, when is it coming? Are you sure you don't got Babylon B there? No, this that's, is that's Fox a real News. story. Uh, front page Fox News. You can look okay. it up. All right. Uh, well, I got to get me one of those. Yeah. Right. Think <laughs> uh, I'm. Getting too old for that kind of thing. Uh, go ahead, Steve. I, uh, just may I say before we start that I'm in a little bit of mourning right now. Um, I heard you guys, I'm trying to hold back the tears. Yeah, uh, you talk, did that. Yeah. <laughs> heard you guys talking about In and Out uh, Burgers. Yeah, out. the hamburger chain out west. My yeah. habit, and when I go out and visit my family out there, is the minute I land, the very first thing I do every time, literally, I go to an In and Out Burger so I can have a. a I, I got I got to visit one of these. Oh, I, I've never been to one of the best burger ever, and their fries are phenomenal. But the reason I'm mourning is because my parents just moved to Tennessee, so I'm oh, not going to be out there out. No, I don't think so. What What is it comparable to? Why is it? Is it's fast food, right? It is. But what's it, what's it? Uh, you what, know what, what, every, what? What makes it so good? Is it what makes it just the meat the tasty meat or the something? bun is cooked it's crunchy um the ingredients are fresh they're they got their kind of sauce on it There's, i don't know i i really couldn't put my finger you know how like a a burger king uh, a whopper is different than a big mac they're completely yeah. different they're both gotcha. called hamburgers but you know how would you describe the taste to, of each so but uh in yeah. and out nothing so, like so, it so nothing you're saying like your it. folks are moving from california to tennessee they're there they're, they've moved. They've moved. And and therefore, I'm, one downside I'm, of that is you can't eat it in, in and out anymore. I'm not going to be able to, unless I go out for a now visit. You could fly out there just to have a... I could. I don't know if I could justify could to anybody. To, well, uh, you know you would be contributing to global warming, which is going to end <laughs> the human experience But at Earth. least I'll end it happy and well, full that's stomach. True. <laughs> that's true. Uh, in and out burgers. In okay. and out, yeah. Well, we've given them a lot of free advertisement. The Christian, have, you Christian eaten their, have you eaten their friend? I have not, but I have been told by others besides Steve that it is a terrific burger. So I will make it a point next time I'm in that neck of the woods to uh, try one of those. They're, wonder, a Christian, wonder, out, they're a Christian outfit, by the way. They put Bible verses on the bottom of their cups and some of their uh, um, their, their stuff that they hand out, Bible verses. But, uh, I wonder what the reason is they haven't expanded nationally. 
Because they want to keep every store within its supply chain. In other yeah. words, they don't want to be more than so many hours away from the 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 food where they ship it from. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, they've been don't want to get resisting. greedy. They just want to service the people they, they can. They and, can and, have. Uh, but it's, uh, now they're they're not just California. They're West Coast. Right? West Coast. Yeah, California, Arizona, um, Arizona. Oregon, and maybe if I visit my daughter, uh, I guess I could do that. And they're in Colorado Springs. They just showed up in Colorado Springs uh, before I left. So, yeah, West Coast. Gotcha. Next story. All right. Um, we talked yesterday, I believe, about this um, poor woman who was raped on this train in Philadelphia. And uh, the uh, bystanders, the people who were there, got their phones out. But nobody would intervene while this woman was being assaulted. And uh, the police, the authorities there say if they catch anybody that was filming it and not doing anything, they might bring charges. But we're learning more about the guy who made, who, who was actually the perpetrator. The alleged. The alleged rapist. His name is Fiston Noy, and he is an, an, uh, an immigrant from the Congo, and he is illegally in the country right now. He came on a student visa. He went to school, but he stopped going to school in 2015. Therefore, his visa was revoked. Since then, he's racked up multiple arrests, he, two misdemeanor convictions, one for controlled substances and one for sexual abuse. He pled guilty to that one in D.C. He was sentenced to 120 days in prison. Now, <clears throat> he was uh, put, an em- immigration detainer was put on him in January of 2018. However, by the way, 2018, the middle of the Trump administration, so we can't blame Biden necessarily for this kind of stuff. Well, but, you can't blame Trump <clears throat> either. No. It's really a local Yeah, issue, it's, right? well, the it's the deep state within the... Yeah. Anyway, uh, he was never deported because he received a withholding of removal from an immigration judge in March of 2019 after the Board of Immigration Appeals found that his misdemeanor sex offense was not a serious crime. Mm-hmm. So therefore... See, this is what I don't understand about the system. Number one, authorities know he's in the country illegally now mm-hmm. uh, because his uh, student visa has been revoked. And number two, he's committing crimes. You say he has a rap sheet. Yep. Why, why do you tolerate keeping him in the country? He should have been put on a plane... And sent home. Because his offenses were not serious crimes, they say. Well, he's got a serious crime now, and a woman's life is ruined. But if you're in the country illegally, you've overstayed yeah. your, your student visa. That's because Democrats don't believe in deportation for these nope. people. Uh, so, you know, because that's racist. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you what they they're, yeah, they're, they're his, George Soros is uh, pumping money into district attorneys races for goodness sakes. So I mean that you're going to have to contend with that. But that's if you want to know why that kind of thing happens, that's that's why it happens. The uh, and the general leniency in our culture today toward crime. Well, uh, the sanctuary cities. You remember the incident I think it was in New York uh where uh, a judge basically let the illegal immigrant go. The authorities were kept out outside the courtroom. Yeah. The illegal yeah. immigrant was let go by the judge. Uh, well, the Democrats would believe it that ICE is worse than mm-hmm. uh, massive uh, illegal immigration. They were calling country. for defunding of ICE way before they were yeah, calling so, for defunding So that's, 
that so when these kinds of thing, people get in places of power mm-hmm. and influence and, and authority, then they will inject their their uh, their their crime lenient philosophy into their uh, jobs. You saw it in the Loudon School Board where that uh, young yeah. woman was assaulted yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. So was- so I mean that's part of the culture war. It's going on that. I just I thank God for red states. Yeah, that's where, uh, huh? No yeah. kidding. Blue, blue states, not all of them, but uh, a lot of blue states have just lost their minds, huh? And it won't end well. You may not see the uh, the end result of progressive politics. You know, it may take some time, but it, it doesn't end well. Seattle has just passed its all time murder rate and it's uh october and right. and this is because and people of the, will, yeah, the funding people, of the police yeah people will vote with their feet you see how many businesses have left and are leaving california to get out that's and the a reason lot of my the, folks left a lot of them well there you go yeah. a lot of them are, and they're just they weren't businesses they were no. just citizens a lot of citizens yeah. well the couple i met the other day from san francisco area they moved to Mississippi because their family's here, and they said they just part of the reason was just the uh, whacked out liberal um, uh, California politics. Yeah, and so a lot of them are moving to Texas. Tesla just moved to Texas, didn't they? Elon Tesla, Musk, Tesla, to Austin. Te- yeah, what what do you call it? Tesla. Tesla. My apologies uh, to Austin. Te- Tesla moved to. Uh, I used to drive past to, the to, Tesla factory on my way up to A's games when I was had season tickets there. So they were in the Bay Area, and mm-hmm. now they've moved, and a lot of companies are moving out. They're not necessarily just moving to Texas, but Texas is a popular destination for California businesses now, also Arizona, mm-hmm. Colorado. So uh, Of course, the worry is that the people that are leaving are going to bring their politics Florida. with them. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Don't Don't bring your... Don't bring your politics. If you voted for Democrats in California, don't move to Texas and vote for Democrats because right. then 10 years from now, you're going to be saying, where else can we move to? Because <laughs> yeah. you'll ruin that state too. Mm. Um, and let me just say too, I, I used to not, I used to intentionally try not to frame everything in Republican Democrat. Yeah. And I still think, well, let me just say this. Uh, not all Republicans. Not all Republicans are are good. Good yep. are good guys or ladies. Okay, so we're critical of them too from time to time. But the Democrats, well, there's no more Democrat Party of JFK. There's no more Democrat Party of uh, Bill Clinton. Right. Bill Clinton would not be acceptable to today's Democrat Party. Uh, these people are. They've they've left the field. Yeah. Okay. They're they're way out there. Today's Democrat Party, they are uh, intent on revolution in America to make us a socialist state. That is, a, they think that's a great thing. They're tearing it down so they can build it back up. Yes. Yes, that is their goal. So, and still, I. The, how do you have evidence for that? Well, look, Joe Manchin, who is a centrist Democrat, he's considered a wild-eyed right-winger yeah. by the people who control the— uh, Within his party. Within his party, and Kristen Sinema as well. So there's there's no 
the 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 moderates in the Democrat Party are Kristen Semer, uh, Cinema and Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin. And how many of them? You can count them on your. You can count them on one hand. Two fingers, how many, actually. <laughs> yeah, you can count them on one hand. Well, I'm talking about maybe in the House yeah. of Representatives. Yeah. You count. You can count uh, sensible, reasonable Democrats on 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 one hand. Uh, yeah. So when I say Democrats, it's it's look look who controls California. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Democrats. Yep. So it's a, basically a one party state out there. Oh, absolutely. Besides maybe Orange County and a little bit of San Diego. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's, and Northern California. The, yes, a lot of yes. the less populated yes. counties. In Get out of the Bay Area and so forth. Next story. All right. Uh, the hot race, political race in the country, of course, is in Virginia. It's the governor's race. And we've already talked about this. <clears throat> well, so. well, you got something new? I don't know. Did you uh, guys talk about uh, Kamala Harris getting involved in the... No, we didn't, Steve. So All right. bring that angle to well, us. Well, uh, why don't we? Yes. So as you, as you guys discussed, Terry McAuliffe against Glenn Youngkin, and things are not going so well for Terry McAuliffe. And so he's bringing in the big guns. But he's bringing in one of the least popular politicians known to mankind in Kamala Harris. Now, what Kamala Harris has done is she has cut an ad that is playing in more than 300 black churches in Virginia. And I want an to, ad for churches. A, a political. It's a political ad that for churches for specifically for churches. I don't have all of it in here, but she starts with references to her church going past, and you know the Bible stories that she heard as a girl. She's and, a, she's a she she can pander with the best of them. Well, she's doing that, but yeah. I, but it's but let me tell you, if you ever had questions about how far you can push politics in church, this should be an eye opener. Let's listen to cut seven. I believe that my friend Terry McAuliffe is the leader Virginia needs at this moment. I know that you will send Terry McAuliffe back to Richmond. So please vote after today's service. After today's service. Yeah, Sunday early voting. So that video is um, of a, it is intended for, I guess, primarily black churches and yes, who vote Democrat. For the most part, and then she's saying, "Go support our guy." Uh, you know what? Let me just say this: constitutionally, I don't have a problem with that. Okay, uh, to me, you should be free to talk about politics in whatever way you want to from any pulpit in America. So I don't have a problem constitutionally with what she's doing right there. What I have a problem with is when the left screams about Christians involved in politics saying that that we need to, uh, basically white evangelicals is who they're mm-hmm. talking about, that we need to keep our politics out of the church and keep our religion out of politics. That We get this all the time, right? More it's, than the left saying that, it's the other white evangelicals. Yeah, right? it's our, a lot of our fellow yeah. believers will tell us that. Well, we don't need to get politics mixed up in the pulpit. Mm-hmm. You, hear, you heard that before? That the, most of the time, that's just a lame excuse for cowardice. It's because that pastor doesn't doesn't want to take a stand on anything, so it's convenient for him to say, you know, I can't talk about politics. You know, yeah. I just don't want to drive anybody off. Well, evidently, the uh, the the uh, black churches in Virginia don't have a problem with talking about politics because they're letting the vice president give a direct advocacy for a for a Democrat candidate there saying go vote, yeah. and they're supposed to show this, I guess, on Sunday morning. They do show it on Sunday I'm, morning. I'm waiting for the freedom from religion. 
Uh, other good, atheist groups hey, good point. to file a lawsuit because we know they've done that in the past. Good point. So you're going to file a lawsuit against 300 black churches in Virginia yeah. for running this ad? And it clearly is an ad. You just heard it. It is an ad for one candidate. Yeah. No question by the way, it. By the way, uh, I don't know. The, the, the term black churches and white churches, uh, seems to me that should be almost obsolete by now. You know, unfortunately, huh? it's not. Um, I even I today. I've, I've not seen any white churches. No, we're doing a lot better than we were no, ten years I, ago. I'm not saying there weren't in the yeah. past white churches. I mean, I remember when, hearing about a time when you know, if a, if a black family visited a white church, they that, were looked at a little. Yeah, it was yeah. like, what are you doing here? Yeah. I mean, uh, that's sad to say, but I, I remember hearing those stories. Uh, but. In today's world, for the last 20, 25 years, all, every church I've been to, I've never, I've never seen a white church. You don't no. see white churches anymore. You see multiracial churches, uh, but the, the the quote white churches of the past, which would have frowned upon or mm -hmm. discriminated against the blacks, uh, maybe you can find one out in somewhere, no. somewhere, but they they don't exist anymore. But black churches do. Yeah, but even those black churches would welcome white families. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, you could come, but so there's today, a whole distinct style of music. But a whole no, yes, style of preaching. okay. To to my point, and I have one, <laughs> and that is this: uh, uh, people segregate themselves based on a lot of different factors, not having anything to do with the color of their skin, although it may look like it on the surface. Uh, Black uh, folks in general enjoy a more high-spirited and vocal and long mm -hmm. church service than white people are accustomed to. I'm speaking generally. Am I right here? Yep. I mean, I, I can't go to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I can't go from 8 to 3. I'm in the nursery. They'll feed you, though. But but a lot of black <laughs> churches, they, they start at 9, man. They don't finish till 3. Okay, I'm joking. I could if I had to, but that's not what we're accustomed to, right? Right. right. So, and uh, the different style of music uh, that exists, generally speaking, again, I'm just Which, by the way, I'm a huge fan of. I love gospel music in the black church, like Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. Yeah, but they got whites oh, in there. Oh, that's a very mi racially mixed church. So and it's a racially mixed style, Steve. Well, no, the style is actually more african-american like gospel gospel is what they call it okay i'm just i'm just picking, i'm just uh i'm just provoking you right there but what i'm saying is uh we we all well i'm doing a philosophy class here i think <laughs> what am i doing so is this a social what do you call it in college when you study this kind of thing social studies social or studies, something yeah. sociology mm -hmm. but we all uh you know uh people who enjoy uh Listen, rich people hang out with rich people, huh? Yeah. It, and w when they're rich, they don't care whether you're black or white or Hispanic or do you have money? Everybody's green. Uh, we're hanging out with you mm -hmm. huh? because they enjoy each other's company because they have similar lifestyles. Doesn't mean it's right or wrong or, or that they even can't stand poor people. It just means that people hang out with people of their own socioeconomic uh cultural uh status it do. doesn't mean that they hate anybody else it's just the way it is and always have been that's why you got tribes mm -hmm. in africa 
That's you got uh, you got uh, you know clans. That's a bad word to use right now, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I mean clan in the right way. Scottish uh, Scottish clans. There you yeah. go, Fred. They yeah. hang out with one another. Uh, football hand, fans hang out with football fans, right? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't just because people segregate doesn't mean it's racially motivated, like the left always makes it seem to be. Okay, class is over, people. <laughs> we'll see you back here tomorrow. Take care. Thank you.